On episode 7 of the San Diego Podcast, acclaimed rapper Choosy joins us to talk about his hit collaboration with Aloe Black, his dream lowrider, and the influence of Tupac and the Beastie Boys. All that and more is up next. Hello and welcome to the San Diego Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Lutzbike, and joining me in the studio today, Choosy. Thank you for being here, my friend. Oh, thank you for having me, man. I'm here. Your 2019 record, mm. Black Means. Oh, it is just magnificent. It's an excellent record. Thank you. Uh, that was my pick for the 2019 album of the year. Yes. And I couldn't help but write about it, uh, a review for SanDiego.com. Thank you for acknowledging, for sure. Uh, one of the highlights from the record, of course, is Lolo. That was probably, what, the first single off the record? It was. It was actually the only single. Only single? Yeah. Okay. Well, in my mind, they're like all singles. So I was like, you, well, man. it was the yeah. first one, right? Oh, wow. Um, and it features, of course, R&B and soul singer Aloe Black. Little name. Well, just, a, <laughs> just a little guy yeah. coming on up. Yeah. Uh, yep. You helped him make it a little bit. You know, <laughs> How, held, his, held his hand through the whole process. I don't know. <laughs> How did that collaboration happen? Tell, tell our listeners about that. Oh, man. Well, you know, the album is produced by Exile. So Exile and Aloe Black have a, a long history. They kind of got into the music industry together under the name Eminon. So, okay. you know, hip hop, Aloe, it started as a rapper, eventually grew into a singer. Um, and he's still a rapper. But, uh, yeah, that that's kind of where that started, the roots uh, there. And, um, you know, the song itself just came, came about when I was just uh, in the same space with Exile working on the album. And I kind of just had the verses. We had the, the beat. We had the instrumentation. Aloe came over one day and the rest was history, you know? So he just showed up at the house because he knew Exile. He showed up at the yeah. house and he was just like... Hey, I like this song. Let me let me get on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he, he Aloe has a he had a vested interest in me. Um, we 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 had a ton of conversations, and he's helped shape a lot of things that we do. Um, and we kind of just hit it off as friends for a while. And he before the Lift Your Spirit album came out, he we drove around playing it, and we were just kind of friends first and entertaining ideas of making music later on. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Exile and I knew kind of when we made this record that was like yeah we should try to get aloe on it uh but it did happen organically he came over and we played him a couple of songs and he just started humming really and then singing and then it oh, was man. like it honest i don't i don't it it was kind of like one of those like spiritual moments like i don't i don't think he was thinking or thought for one second like what am i going to do on this song he yeah. just kind of hummed and then did it yeah like wow. that was like literally went hum to a, a course like, it was like <laughs> amazing one of the most amazing things i've seen zero wow. thought it was, it was wow. pretty dope. yeah yeah wow that's amazing so the song um is kind of about how you want a lowrider correct exactly summed <laughs> that's, up that's, that's what it's all about up. yeah <laughs> this this uh, desire for material things no <laughs> do you did you do you have a lowrider yet did you get one yeah. do you have one no yeah, we can't tell anyone Oh no! <laughs> nah, that's that because is that if I told you I had one, wouldn't the song just like it might be little, a little different? I mean, like you know, know, if you have one, then maybe the song. Let's keep be it a cool. question mark. Okay, Let's maybe you have one. Maybe you maybe if you could buy if you if money was no object and you could buy whatever lowrider you wanted, yeah, or any car you wanted, it doesn't have to be a lowrider. Yeah, but what what do you think you would get? Okay, so like I feel like okay, let's hypothetically uh, hypothetically okay, speaking. so like um. 
I always wanted a six three Impala. Okay. Like just entry level. Like I need like that. You know what I mean? But then. You know, as you grow up, you, you start seeing, like, people in, like, Buick Regals. You're like, oh, I can get a Buick and kind of make it a lowrider. Yeah. And that's kind of, like, what the first verse is about. Like, yeah. I don't even need, like, the lowrider, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think I would be really happy with the 63 Impala. Yeah. Um, And then eventually, like, you know, let's say I get, like, I don't know, like, later in life, I'd probably want, like, a bomb, some kind of bomb. You know what I mean? Like 52 or something. Oh, wow. You know, just something like fire. Yeah. You know, it's like okay. a classy older joint. But those are the two. And I kind of want like, the, so I can talk forever. I want an <laughs> El Camino. Like the part of me wants an El Camino some days. I wake up and feel like, I just want an El Camino, like stock, <laughs> you know? Just uh, not even like modified or anything, just driving around. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. but then sometimes I want like, I'll, no, no, let's just, let's just keep it there. <laughs> let's keep it there because I can go forever. My, uh, my dream car is a 1964 Lincoln Continental with Continental, doors. oh my god! Yeah, like there was. That's a, such a statement that's, car. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you will, uh, you'll get some eyeballs on you with a car yeah. like that. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, like I am, I'm not a, a low rider aficionado yeah. per se. Uh-huh. Uh Just a stock. 1964 yeah. Continental, which is so that. badass. Like it's there's some about them that just you know I don't know they're just like legendary in yeah. my opinion. And I feel you like know. you could park in the red. You could park wherever you want. No, it doesn't matter. Hop the curb, <laughs> hop the curb in front of anywhere, and just cut the line. You know what I mean? That's that type of car. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I I saw that you uh, performed at La Vuelta. Festival yeah. in uh, Barrio Logan uh, last summer, yeah. and um, I saw every you know I saw so many like videos and clips of everybody that was there and like yeah. how awesome it was and all the cars and the Man. people and the the performances and I saw Man. some of your performance there and it right. just seemed like such a you know amazing event. It was like a San Diego hug. That's brilliant. Yeah, that's so good. (laughs) It came to me right now, but I just like everything you just said. It just felt like one like hug from San Diego. If you weren't from San Diego, you felt like you left like with a warm hug. Wow, for like a few hours. That's great. Would you uh, would you do it again this year? If I asked you to do it again this year because I didn't get to go last year, would you be like, all right, I'll do one? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I wish it was that simple. Maybe hopefully they want me to do it this year. It's yeah. It's not entirely up to you. It's uh, they have to kind of invite you to do it. Yeah. Maybe they. I don't know. You know. Maybe they're like, we got enough of them. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that was enough. I heard. I mean, from what I understand, your set was kind of like the the big deal of the of the of the thing. I mean, I don't want to. You know, I wasn't there, so I don't know for sure. But it seemed like all the footage I saw. Yeah, was like your set and everything so. yeah thank god um <laughs> no not not like thank but like thank i'm grateful for yeah, that um yeah. man I, I i have i just have like really amazing fans you know like yeah. that feel like i've known them forever and a lot of people i have known forever so especially in my hometown so they are you they showed up are you from that area of san diego yeah south side um born and raised in national city chula vista oh so wow okay south, south bay baby yeah we yeah. had uh we had sunny from pod on recently we talked yeah. about south town oh south uh, yeah, and man. uh i grew up with that like on mtv yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like it was it was so yeah. weird to, to have him on because he looks exactly the same as he did in like 1996 bro does not age <laughs> bro does not age yo what well when you were i mean when you were coming up like when when did you start rapping when did that you know, come into your mind like, hey, this is something I, that I can do that I enjoy doing and, you know, that I want to keep doing. I, when I, every time, you know, <laughs> Give me the exact date. Yeah, no, no, because it's, it's funny because I get, you asked that and I got like all these little like childhood, like, 
by myself moments of rapping. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I was in the bathroom this one time. And the reverb was nice in the shower. Nah, but uh, I started making beats first, you know? And it so, was like, okay. So you started like actually creating the music first, and then that kind yeah. of led into it. Okay. Yeah, because I was in like a band class, and like I just uh, my I have a you know history. My um, grandfather was a an amazing musician coming up, and it, music was just in my blood. But as far as actually putting the pen to the pad, writing, it wasn't till way after high school. Wow, way after high school. Okay, because like, I had such a respect for it, and you know what I mean, like just an admiration for these rappers that it was just like these are superheroes. I can never. I could never, you right, know? right, like, right. Just felt like that. So. I think as artists, you know, like artists have such a, um, you know, there is kind of like a, uh, like this self doubt, yeah, of where you know, every day, you know, I'm not, uh, this isn't good. Every day, I should never release this. Like, you know, no one's gonna like this. Yeah, you know, what I'm doing is not valuable at all. You right, know? right. And I mean, I think you'd be surprised. You know, like I, yeah. I think that's you know what you kind of have to tell yourself, like yeah. when you're creating things. You know, like, you know. It is, it's better than I think it is, you know? It always is. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, I, I, I've i had that for a long time, but then when I did my first show, it was like my buddy invited me to do like some like spoken word type thing. And I just went up there and rapped like this one really long verse and how I was received that very first time, I think I had it easy because people right. went crazy for it. And I was like, oh, this is, now I'm addicted. This is like, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, once you like get it's, it's over now. Once you get a response <laughs> from an audience, yeah, and, and you oh, realize yeah. it's not, it's oh, not awful. You know, you're awful, like, oh yeah. man, this is worth doing. You know? Yeah, but then I'm saying, but it, it evolves. Like, there's still, it's not really self doubt. It's just like, am I going to end on this? Mm-hmm. Is anyone? It's not. Is anyone going to understand it? But I think I think about making music that's accessible to anyone. Yeah, because I find similarities in everybody. I mean, you know what I mean. So I want to tap into that versus like this is where I'm from and this is how I see it. You know what I mean? I want to tap into that, like that, that human element of that everyone has, you know, well, those, I think, I those mean, basic I, needs. That I think has. that, uh, that comes across on black beans for sure. It's a very, so, uni- I don't, I don't want to say it's a universal record because, you know, people didn't have the same, you know, childhood or the same experience that you had growing up, right. but there's something about it yeah. that speaks to so many people. Like right. I believe it spoke to me. Right. I'm not where you're from and right. I don't have the same background as you, right. but you know, I grew up around LA. I've lived in San Diego for 20 years now and, yeah. and there's something about it. There's this quality that, I mean, it, it it just like it takes me back to you know when I was growing up, you right, know, like right. riding bikes on the streets with my yeah, friends, yeah, and, and and you know stealing baseball cards from the liquor store, exactly, just, you know stuff like that, you know, exactly, exactly. Well, speaking about when when you were first uh, started to rap, uh-huh. um, we have a little segment on the show I like to do called like First Four, and mm. it's where I kind of we kind of go back in time a little bit. I uh-huh. ask you four questions about your first things in your life. Let's do it. What was the first artist that you remember really being told, you know, just kind of obsessed with? Tupac. Okay. Okay. And that was because I was three years younger than my sister. So a lot of the music I got was like funneled down from her. But like when that All Eyes on Me album came out, she would just play it nonstop in the house. (laughs) But it was like we weren't able to listen to that in the house. But it was like when my mom was gone. You know what I mean? It was just my sister and I, my little brother. My mom was not for it. My mom was like gospel music only. 
gospel music gospel only. Music only. Wow. And I'm grateful for that, to be honest. Wow. But we would my when my mom before my mom got home, you know, we had a few hours after school before my mom got back. And uh, <laughs> it's Tupac all day, and it's as loud as the stereo would go. And so, but we just developed a love for the everything Tupac put into it. And and then you couldn't even escape that album at the time. Yeah. It was just like all around our apartments. Massive. It was just yeah. everywhere. Cars yeah. driving by, you know, yeah. so infectious. Um, but me on my personal discovery, Beastie Boys. Okay, Beastie Boys. Ill Communication. Wow. All right. What what drew you to uh, Beastie Boys? And I didn't, I didn't realize it till now, but it's just the production. Yeah. The drums. It's namely ill communication. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was like punk on it. Like they had that like a uh, tough guy song. It was like punk and I was like into anything rebellious at that period of time. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like that was what that was the first thing I bought with my own money. It was like really? BC Boys and the Fuji's. Like so that a, a, that was that was my next question is what was the first album you bought? Oh, so that's uh There we go. Perfect. Yeah, Beastie Boys, Ill Communication, wow, Fuji's Fuji Law. Yeah. Okay. Man, those are uh, you know masterpieces <laughs> and i go it's crazy i so like i barely listened to ill communication like uh kind of recently again and i realized this is my dna like all these drum breaks really it's just me like that's those are the drums i love like those are the yeah it's crazy so so when you're making beats and stuff that's kind of something like an influence on you that uh, you know these kind of these samples and these right you know these the kinda... subconscious like not really i'm not thinking about it but yeah. i realized you know, i always like gravitate to these yeah. drums or something wow know? it's trippy next question first concert you remember going to like you wanted to go to that you bought tickets to oh i've never thought about this <laughs> um i mean i'm gonna give you my most like this was like when i had a gauge on what i liked okay it was like the night hip-hop stole christmas it was like this series that they did, and it was like the living legends. Oh, really? Were there? But then I went to like Rock the Bells, okay. so that doesn't really count as like going to see one artist. You know what I'm saying? I sing everybody in hip hop. Can have twenty artists you on know? the first concert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's funny. just say, let's just say, living legends. Okay. I just wanted that because okay. I feel like I kind of had a gauge on what I liked. I went to see a living legends. Concert. Where was that? You know, it was in L.A. Okay. Me and all the homies just piled in someone's mom's car got <laughs> really high and just went high on life there. it's a it's on a life <laughs> no no substances right right yep okay uh very cool what was the, what would be the first song Kiss. that you would do oh. at karaoke <laughs> uh first song i do karaoke oh let's get this one this one's gonna be dope this one i love i love this one um i'm gonna do week by swv really yeah Wow. No reason. No reason. <laughs> just, I love, because I think I know all the, the like, ad-libs in the yeah. song, especially yeah. on the outro. Like, let me cut, just hit me to the outro, like the last <laughs> chorus, and I'm nailing the outro. Oh, my God. All the little, like, that's awesome. runs in the, yeah. I don't know if pitch-wise I'm going to get it, but I'm going <laughs> to- Go for it. <laughs> placement <laughs> for those runs start and begin. That is so funny. Yeah. I uh yeah, the cool. last time I did karaoke, uh, me and my buddy, we uh we tackled All Make Love to You by Boys to Men. And Whoa. that was How many um, was it a tree was it three it was of you two, guys? No, it was just two of two us, of me guys? and my buddy. 
and uh, we're big Boy Cement fans. And, um, oh, and I know like every like little you know pitch modulation yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, thing yeah. that oh, they yeah. all do. Hell yeah. And by heart. And so we're like, why not? You know, Dude, like so good. and the reason why not is because we're not very good singers like nah, Boy Cement. Ma- that doesn't matter. <laughs> Karaoke doesn't matter. <laughs> That's a whole different subject. But also it's like it's it's a slow song. And so, yeah. you know, I think when people go to karaoke, they want like the upbeat, the the thing, you know, the kind of things that people can like have a good time to. And yeah. All Mike Love to you is, is a jam. And it's yeah. kind of it's maybe best saved for the bedroom, maybe. It is. <laughs> but boys to men, bro. I they're I just I I don't even when, know. When a group doesn't need any anyone any any instrumentation whatsoever all. that's what i'm saying that's like, that's when you're too good like somebody has to leave the group you guys need some drama you guys need some drama that something this needs to stop you guys are just crushing it that yeah. is so funny i'm down um well i hear you're into uh i hear you're into skateboarding you're, you're a skater yeah all right yeah. now is that like like uh trick skating or is that just like you know kind of cruising cruising around on like a longboard kind cruising of is a part of it but that's where it, that's not where it stops i'm like it's in my dna like i can't even deny it um besides music that's something i really obsess really obsess over like every day i'm checking out what's happening really with the culture oh i haven't wow. stopped since i discovered a skateboard yeah so i still go skate all the time Really? Okay. Yeah, so, do yeah. you go to like skate parks around town? And stuff? Skate parks. It's mostly now because I mean, back in the day, we used to just terrorize the city and just <laughs> yeah. get kicked out everywhere. You right. know, finding marble on like a an amazing building and skating it all day, getting kicked out. You know, <laughs> sorry to all these establishments, but you guys had money for marble, and I'm sure it didn't really affect you guys anyway. So, sure, somebody wrote that off and replaced it. Um, right. Can you? So, yeah. so are you able to do tricks? Tricks then? I mean, like Dope. you know, like I. This may seem unbelievable, but I yeah. skated at one point in my life, Dope. and um, when I was in high school, I was much more svelte than oh, I am okay. now. Oh. And I used to skate to and from school. It was a couple miles every yeah. uh, every day, and um, I would. Bob on my disc man sick and i would just ride to him from school how 30 and, seconds skip like yeah right yeah. you're like mobbing, but like holding it out <laughs> just like i'm a waitress like yeah, just, a, a, a tray. yeah. <laughs> no it was um it was it was rad and yeah. and you know i used to you know my i had my my deck with me at school every Sick. day and my you same, know, dude, and same. uh and i was like one of the only people at my school that that carried around one and dude. um and but i could not get off of the ground oh you never did the, <laughs> I, you never i couldn't i mean i can't tell you how many hours and hours and hours i spent yeah, yeah. trying to do kickflips and yeah. hollies and all this kind of stuff and yeah. um, of course there were some times where like you know i thought i could i maybe i did it yeah or, yeah yeah, or, yeah. Or, or but i just couldn't land them and i just yeah. can't i mean it takes a tremendous amount of dedication I think I think like, I just I yeah like I don't have uh, also don't have like the coordination to pull huh. it off I think I, I think it's there's some it's a skill obviously it's a definite skill no, not everyone can do it yeah and when I started snowboarding I was like okay I can do this this is my thing yeah. onto my feet <laughs> hopping over everything yeah 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 right yeah. right right so I mean I'm just kind of blown away by people that can actually do tricks on skate skateboards huh huh yeah oh Does man that, it's yeah it's, I'm doing tricks I'm, I still do all the tricks I was able to do really i'm skating down rails skating downstairs like it's just i i it's trippy it doesn't i'm I'm still not scared to fall like i don't know i don't really yeah i don't care i was terrified to fall it's you know what it is it's like i'm pretty careful as far as life is concerned these days it sounds 
people who know me are probably like, yeah, right? But, like, I really <laughs> am now. Um, that's my way to just get, scratch that little itch of, of risking things. Really? I don't really like to risk anything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people take crazy risk and gamble. Like, I won't gamble. You're not a gambler. No. Well, then again, I haven't. So I don't even know if I've like. So you ha- you haven't. Like, no, you, you, I just won't even put myself in a position. Wait. So when you're in Vegas or whatever, you don't. I, you no. Know, really. No, I'm chilling. Oh man. I don't know, even. I, like, I, don't I can't know even the, think of the word Vegas because then I'll be like, okay, see, I gotta go. I got. See the what itch, I'm saying? You know? I don't. I just. Ah, yeah. I just. I take my risk skateboarding. Wow. Okay. It's kind of crazy to say. Like I scratched that itch there. You and me are way different. Way different. I love. But gambling. the thing about it is, if I I know if I started gambling, you might be into it. Probably too into it. Do you you know what I'm saying? Like, like I know it's not a good time for me to break my wrist if I have to go on tour, right? But I'm still skating things that like I could break my wrist again. Yeah, you know. Yeah. See, I like to gamble with things that are not my body. You know, so I'm different in in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm afraid of getting hurt. You know, like I've never broken a bone uh, ever in my life. You know, and (laughs) yeah, I mean, I've, I've, uh, you know, I, I. I've sprained a lot of things. That's uh, actually worse. Is it worse? Oh my goodness! No, it isn't. It's not I did, worse. People are no, 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 no. Seriously, don't don't let anyone tell you anything. I sprained the same wrist that I broke. Totally different. Really? You just know when it's broken. You're just like, okay, something has to change. Like I gotta, <laughs> I can't like. It, but it's sprained. And it's just it it it's um, pain for way longer than it is broken. It really? Feels like yeah. Oh yeah. Because it just doesn't stop. It's just still spraying. It's like a what? it's a state that you don't want to be in. That's like blowing my mind right no. now. No, like, <laughs> I thought for sure the the ultimate pain would be like a it's broken like, bone. It's like there's a, it's weird to say. Sounds like kind of like I don't know what it's, how it's going to sound, but there's a, a little bit of relief within the break. Really? <laughs> it's like okay, like, what else is going to happen? Sprain is like it could it could it could break. It could stay sprained. It could get more swollen than it right. already is. Like right. you know what I mean? Like what yeah. else could happen inside my wrist? You're, but break is like okay. Every right. every time I hurt myself, I think it's a broken bone. Yeah. I go, oh god. <laughs> okay. There was one time like I I I, yeah. I went around a, a corner in my house and it was like tile flooring. Yeah. And I had socks on or something. I slipped and I fell and I landed on my Damn. my right knee like flat like right on my knee. I thought for sure I was going to just shatter my kneecap or whatever. Yo, that's. And I mean, like it was okay. About yeah, like that's. Like, Oof. See, and you're a skater, and you're okay with just putting because your body at Because I know I'm not going to fall on my knee. <laughs> I'm not, I haven't fallen on my knee since forever. Like, I, I will avoid that. Well, knock on wood. Yeah. That's not going to happen. If yes. you come back to me in like a month and say, I know, like, I know, I know, yo, I, know. I broke my knee, yeah, <laughs> I'll be bit, so sad. I'm going to say, you curse me <laughs> on the podcast, bro. Yeah. I want to do a little trivia game with you now. Oh, I'm terrible at trivia, <laughs> by the way. I, it, will be, it will be okay. You'll do fine. Okay. Don't be scared. Yeah. Up next, we're going to play A or B-side. I'm going to give you three questions, and each one will have two possible answers. Hence the name, A or B-side. Each week, I come up with these questions with a particular theme in mind, and today's is 90s hip-hop. Oof. Are you ready? It could go really good or really bad. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. It'll okay. All right. Number one. In 1993, Wu-Tang Clan released their classic album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. The group's individual members then went on a tear, releasing solo album after album. 
Which Wu-Tang member was the first to release a solo effort? A, Method Man with Takao, or B, Raekwon, only built for Cuban links? Well, didn't that all happen the same year? All right, I'm just going to say, I don't believe, I kind of believe, I'm going to say Method Man Takao. You are correct. Yeah. It is Takao. Method Man, he released it in 1994. Right. Raekwon released his in 95. That's right. Uh, Felt that, like the same exact day. Right? It, okay. I mean, if I, <laughs> if I was, if you had asked me this question, I probably would have guessed Raekwon because for some reason, I remember seeing the actual album yeah. artwork for uh, Takao like after I had yeah, seen the artwork. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 and I don't know why that is, but way I don't more know. impactful in a way. Yes, uh, huh. yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, Takao slept on. You got that one right. All right, let's get it. Here's the second one. Let's go. In 1998, Snoop Dogg left Death Row Records. Which label? Did Snoop sign to after leaving Death Row? Oh, I know this. A, Def Jam Recordings, or B, No Limit Records. No Limit. Correct. Yeah. It is No Limit. Yeah. Uh, Master P and, and his buzz. Master no P Records. bought Snoop a house. Master P bought Snoop and his wife a house. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. See, so I'm close. learning stuff on this yeah. TV game now. Yep. You are two for two, my friend. Stoked. You're doing well. So you're going to be a winner in this game no matter what. Let's hope. Number three. This is probably my favorite question. Oh, there's only three. There's only oh, three. Oh, I'm a winner. I yeah. yeah. That was four. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite rap lyrics of all time is on Notorious B.I.G.'s Big Papa, which he released in 1994. And it was his first top 10 hit. In that song, he talks about meeting up with a lady friend after the club and eating some dinner before heading back to his place. Oh, yeah. In that song, what does he say he's going to eat? for dinner on this very special date he's going to have. A, spaghetti, fettuccine, and veal. Or B, T-bone steak, cheese, eggs, and Welch's grape. Come on, it's B. I know. I mean, <laughs> correct. B. You got that one. That was yeah. kind of a no-brainer. I knew you would get that. That is one of my favorite lyrics of all time. <laughs> that line makes you hungry. <laughs> and I'm vegan. Oh, I'm man. Just saying, that is makes, so funny. Yeah, like Welch's grape soda was my favorite I soda think growing it's, up. Yeah, uh, Welch's was yeah, undefeated. Was, yeah, it was yo. so good. Yo. Um, the spaghetti, fettuccine, and veal line is from It's All About the Benjamins, uh, which Biggie was also featured on the remix. Yep. Yep. And uh, strangely enough, uh, Puff Daddy sang that, uh, rapped that line in the song, but you know Biggie wrote that. Biggie There's wrote no that. Way. There's <laughs> he no way. didn't write that. <laughs> he, he didn't get that descriptive. His palette wasn't that it, elaborate. Am I the only one that thinks Puff Daddy has not written a bar in his entire life. Yo, I would, I would actually back that. I would back I'm, that. I'm so skeptical. I would start gambling because yeah. of that, and I'd put my savings on that one right there. Yeah, that is so funny. Yes. All right, well, you know, maybe he does. Who knows? But um, you are the winner. You've won three out of three correct. You're, un, you know, undefeated. Choosy, it's been an honor having you on. Oh, Thank man. you so much for coming. Thank you, man. It's been a blast. Uh, to all our listeners, uh, find all sorts of news and music and uh, stay up to date with Choosy at his website, kingchoosy.com, or find him on Twitter or Instagram at kingchoosy. Remember to visit soundiego.com for bonus notes on all the stuff Choosy and I talked about. Do us a favor, rate and subscribe to our podcast because we've got some great episodes on the way, including Switchfoot's Drew Shirley, Pizza Port's Jill Olesh, Number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler, Soda Bar's Corey Steer, and NBC7's Catherine Garcia. 
And if you didn't get enough San Diego goodness from this pod, catch the OG San Diego TV on Saturday nights on NBC7, where my buddy Day Solani brings you the best local music coverage in town. As always, we're ending this week's episode with our Spotlight Artist of the Week, and who else would it possibly be but, you guessed it, Choosy and Exile and their Aloe Black collaboration, Lolo. Since we're all still glued to Netflix for the time being, Choosy doesn't have any local shows for us to promote just yet, but best believe they're in the works. Until next time, stay safe and enjoy the music. Me rolling like and a dang thing to it. Take a hootie Buick, got the spoke dates to it. Suit my lady playing Beverly and Maze music. Mary Wells and Sorrells with the bass booming. Out the 12s, oh well, a few the neighbors snoozing. My wheel well scraping when I switch the lanes cruising. Sunday afternoon, catch me on your avenue. But I'm stuck on this damn bus, man. If I had a lolo. When she dropping that back Whether I'm waxing on the hood of that Or waxing that ass Got a full tank of gas And she gassing my raps Gotta relax She lay flat I hop in it fast And she know to hop on top If she not on that rag I might drop the rag top If the cop lights flash Toss the stash Cause you know I got the knots in that dash My chain swing left and right Like the mirror dice do Baby wipe the air nights Leather getting white too I'ma roll it down With my arm around the hyena Who been down for it Cause she been writing since high school It's like paradise every time I ride through But I'm on this rusty ass bike, man If I had a lala With it, pay the kids a visit. It's Nino coming down the street, gotta hit the switches. Strap them in the car seat, it's like a Disney ticket. But we hit the local park to play some frisbee in it. Soccer ball kicking, basketball swishing. Take them to the art exhibit just to spark an interest. Playing art in a boat, dedication to my sister. And brother in law from your kids, sending hugs and kisses. Take the scenic route just to see the city glisten. Under Southern Cali sunsets in the distance. It's funny how my uncle used to rev the engine When he sat me on his lap just to catch a vision On the way back, as I'm reminiscing Pulled over, cause you know I had to carry on tradition It's times like these, ain't a price you can give it But I'm on the road making dough to come home and cop a lolo Man, if I had a lolo